Welcome to the Soul Journeys podcast. My name is Jennifer Longmore and I am founder of the number one Akashic Record training school in the world. As a seasoned light worker and ascension worker, I want to bring you the show to provide you with the divine guidance and tools that you need as a light worker and change agent to navigate this great awakening. So if that is something that you're craving, then you have come to the right place. Think of this High Vibe podcast as your guide to the changes that we're seeing in the world so that you can be supported in navigating the new paradigm. Leave it to me to provide you with the divine tools, resources, and experts that will support you in navigating this once-in-a-lifetime epic event. Thank you for pressing play. Let's dive in. Welcome back, everyone, to the podcast. I am excited to introduce you to Michelle Orwick, who is a Theta teacher. She's been at that for nine years, and she has been initiated to a divine priestess path. I'm sure you'll tell us more about that, Michelle. And um, right now, you're helping people with a lot of inner goddess energy and really many other things. So it's kind of hard to wrap up all the things that you do. We've known each other for a while now, and uh, I'm so excited to have you on the show because I know the work that you do, it, you have many modalities and ex, you know areas of expertise that you work with, but in particular, I know Theta is a great tool to be using during this time when we're trying to do things like discern you know, fact from fiction and really tune in and, and not get hooked into fear porn and um, not be a victim of propaganda and, you know, being able to see things for as they are, but also we're going to talk today too about where you see us going, because we can also do some, I guess you could say future progression work with theta staff. And we also get to decalcify the pineal gland and different things like that. So welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm super honored to be here. Um, I'm a huge um, fan of all the work that you're doing with the Great Awakening. And um, so it's an honor to really talk about what I think is um, really important right now, which is, is that clarity, like you said, of the pineal gland, that's probably one of the the deepest things you can do right now to, to stay out of all the, all the hoo-ha and the, and get and gain clarity. I mean, it is 2020. So it is all about that clarity right now. (laughs) Totally. I love that you shared that, you know, it's interesting because part of the, and and I'll probably do a show on this. I don't want to talk about it now, but part of the 2020 clarity is also being able to see what brought us here and additionally what we were exposed to and recently because of course I continue to work at clearing my pineal gland that's something I'm really dedicated to anyways but now that the guides have been so clear about that and I've had a few awarenesses of wow the uh, deep state was trying to wine and dine me and of course I didn't know it at the time because of the two truths and a lie thing but uh something in me there, there's certain s- signals in my body now that have been consistent when I connect those two so that's why I had that 2020 vision on that is now I'm aware of how my physical body responds when I'm around someone that's not of the light and especially when they've tried to infiltrate 
the light, which we know has happened, right? In our light worker space and the personal transformational space, et cetera. But more importantly, um, just a reminder of the fact that I, and when I say I, I also mean we are very protected. Very much so. Um, whenever you start clearing your own field, and, and that's, I think that's what I love about Theta Healing is one of the first things that they teach is um, a Theta Healing instructor is to make sure that you're calling all your soul fragments back and, and really making sure that what energy you're working with is your own instead of someone else's and instead of group consciousness. And I think my second favorite thing about Theta Healing is when you heal something within yourself, there is a way to send a healing to anyone that is ready for it in the group consciousness. So when you clear personally, you are also able to clear for anybody that's clearing the same thing in the consciousness. And so that's my favorite way to like, as a, as a Theta Healing Master to like really do the inner work for myself or a client or a student and then share that exact thing because it doesn't matter if you're healing a mother wound, a father wound, um, a good enough wound, a money wound, wh whatever it is that that's in your DNA. When you heal it, you start healing it backwards and forwards through your family line. And then you also can do that extra send into the current consciousness for anybody who's like, maybe this close and they're ready for their aha, we can send that out. And then the other thing I like about it is that if you start making these energetic, you don't necessarily know what you're trying to clear, but you make these energetic prayers out to the universe, you can actually start getting clearings um, just by asking for anything to be removed that you don't know is there. And that starts oh. really boosting your energy field as well. I love that. Well, before we go deeper into what Theta is, because there will be some folks that, you know, it piques their interest, they might not entirely know what it is. I always think it's fascinating when we look at our healing journey and how we end up landing with the modalities that we do, because there really is a buffet of things to choose from when we either trip into being a healer or we choose it or however we want to look at it. So I'd love to hear, you know, what what your journey was that led you to even be a healer, let alone, you know, fall into that modality? Yeah, about 10 years ago, I had hit a place and I was always very spiritual. I'd had my first version of a spiritual awakening in, you know, 99. So I've been following different modalities and I was Reiki trained and, and spiritually trained and all these things. But I hit a point where I was financially, emotionally, and spiritually bankrupt. And I had had a massive healing crisis, which I almost um, died from a bleed out from. And at that moment, I needed something. And someone walked into a bookstore I was working at and was like, you should take this theta healing class. And I'm like, theta healing, what? And, and I read the first three chapters because the woman who showed it to me was like, would you like to connect to source instantly? Do you want to get through 
all of this and have a formula. And that's really what it is. It's not like anyone can access source, but what this modality had shown me was a formula to get there consistently and to get there um, a way to word the healings that broke into universal law, which at the time I did not understand. So you don't understand in the beginnings that you're learning universal law until you get a little later into everything. You start realizing all of this is just formulas of universal law. So you're getting into the theta brainwave, which is where no matter what modality you're using, you're getting into theta or theta gamma. This is where the miracles start happening on both changes in wiring your brain and changes in your physicality physicality and changes in what you're able to access in your set point for manifesting as well. So, so it it was a game changer. I took one class and was just like, okay, I'm going to dedicate my life to making sure other people have this information. Hmm. So with data, if I'm hearing you correctly, we get into a certain state within our brain waves and we're able to heal stuff that's in there that we don't want in there. So we're not replaying those stories and reenacting those stories. And that in and of itself clears us to be more of who we are and less of who we're not. And uh, then we're also more available for the things that we want, whether it be romantic partnership, money, clarity, that kind of thing. So it, it kind of serves two functions in one I'll say treatment session, however you want to word it. Absolutely. And, and then the other piece of it, that's really big um, that some places have, and some places do not is, is sort of this digging process to find out where the actual origin came from. So you might find that the reason you're not financially able to break through, like, like that was one of my problems is I could not make the financial breakthrough my family line for, for hundreds of years, as, as far back as we can track, have always been servant class. You know, not necessarily that they didn't want to, but my cells did not know what it was like. And my, my parents and the wording and all the training that goes into all the things you learn and hear. So you literally have a way to find out where in your origin, whether it's your DNA or a past life, where you've heard these these stories that we tell. And we're all just a matter of programming, right? We're we're programmed by TV and our teachers and, and whatever programming we're given, as well as what our cells will allow. And then our soul is ready to learn. So So when you start working all those things out, you kind of get into this brainwave and then you shift these massive things that, you know, it may just be one tiny little piece where you wouldn't have thought, oh my goodness, it was just like this one time I heard that I wasn't enough when I was like six years old. And yet that, that, replays as a set point for you into your 50s, 40s, whatever. Um, And then you remove it energetically and there's a way to program new new beliefs and new feelings 
Because once we feel something, once we can get it into our bodies and our minds and our and and especially in that theta theta gamma brainwave, it shifts something so that we are now able to access it permanently. Wow. Well, when you're talking, I, I'm thinking I'm, I'm going to go deep and I know you love to go deep too. So yeah. what I'm hearing you say is peace around the genetic piece, right? The lineage piece of however far back something goes. So then what happens is you, to use you as an example, have this experience where it's true for you that you have money issues and it's, it's not your truth but it's true for you because you're having the experience based on how you've been conditioned. So now it makes me think of, you know, especially if we think of the elections and I'm not gonna go way down that rabbit hole, but just in order for people to have compassion about why would someone choose this person to vote for and not this person or whatever. There's seems to me that there's a difference between what's true for the person and what is their actual truth. And what we exactly. want to be aligned to is the truth. But if we've had past lives where we've had a certain type of leader that we've reported to, then that's going to potentially influence our vote. If we've had, you know, I don't know, a long lineage of persecution, then that's going to influence our vote. It doesn't mean that it's, it's true for the person, but it's not the truth for them, the way they're created in divine likeness and image. And I think one of the things that's so powerful to heal right now is the energy of personal sovereignty. And that is, that is so important right now with the American elections and the politics of the whole planet is to shift the energy of love. And that is, that is something that's inside our DNA. We've, also been trained that we're not worthy enough to be connected directly to source, whatever name you call that, God, goddess, you know, any number of names. But once we heal that piece, we are able to make better political decisions. We are able to see the 2020 clarity, bigger picture. And we are able to sort of see that there are an illusion placed over media and all of those things like a veil because literally one of the things in the much more advanced theta healing class called the seven planes, we actually talk about the law of illusion and how time and space isn't even a reality and how everything can be masked by this illusion. And what the healing medicine is, is coming into your sovereignty. So you can be, you can move into that and literally make choices for yourself by getting into those deeper states of what is really true, getting into, and, and you do this, this is something you do more beautifully than anyone I know, really get into the Akashic records, really get into the law of truth and really see things for how they are. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you for that. I had someone comment on a post yesterday. She's like, oh, I love how gracefully you wield your sort of truth. And she meant it sincerely, right? And I was like, dang, I guess that's true for me, but 
I'm so committed to the truth and that's why I'm really discerning about who I have on the show. That's not to say that if I don't have someone on the show, it's not because they're not true. It's just, I may not have met them and know of them, but I do want to introduce my community to people that are really dedicated to aligning with the truth and using tools available and able to see the bigger picture and the higher level perspective and stuff like you, because um, there's, there's just so much to process astrologically, as you know, because I know you consult with an astrologer too, right? Just the collective astrology, uh, we're, we're, we're meant to be in this period right now of extracting ourselves from mind control and making sure that we don't slide back into mind control, for example. And um, you know what they say about astrologers, real what? quick, you know what they say about astrologers, right? Millionaires don't consult astrologers, billionaires do. Ah, there you go. Yeah. Said by a billionaire. The investment strategy that I learned years ago was um, based a lot in astrology. It, it really, if people really embody the concept of as above, so below, they'll really understand the importance of paying attention to that stuff i'm not saying be completely ruled by it because i know you and i are both big on free will but uh yeah it and we can definitely see it now even just how our body is designed right and how certain parts of our body are reflective of certain planets and how certain planets rule certain organs and, and all that stuff which i'm not an expert in but i do want to get back to the law of illusion if yeah, you're okay with yeah that. please because please. uh it, it's you know, I think people might be a little averse to talk about it because they think they're going to bring energy to something and create something that they don't want, which is more illusion. But it sounds like the way it's taught in Theta is to really unpack the main areas of where the law of illusion would play out in 3D. So could we talk a little bit more about that? Yes. So, I mean, even time is an illusion. Time and space um, is all simultaneous. That's what, and that's science, that's quantum physics. And yet we need time so that we are working together in unison. So when you start actually understanding it, that's where you can choose to collapse a timeline that isn't working for you or choose to be on the right timeline that is of the frequency that you're, you're designing your life to be. And so even within this, there's going to be people that there's a great divide happening right now where they're going to choose an ascension reality and the others are going to choose the, the chaos because they're programmed for it. We've been programmed for what? 40,000 billion thousand years um, by anyone who's in a control space, like um, politicians, rulers, religion. Um, not that there isn't good religion, but, but a lot of times religion was, chosen by rulers to just um, be a control mechanism. So if, if they put an illusion over us, um, and even good marketing is an illusion. So there's good marketing and bad marketing. We are putting a perspective, um, a spin or, or a veil. And in magic, if you want to call it magic, which I like to call it magic, is the veil is the difference between that quantum physics reality of 
we are our own co-creator, that veil is starting to pull apart right now in the ability to make choices and see truths. So, so as we become clearer in our pineal gland, as we become more meditative, as we become more spiritually aligned and aligning with truth, we're, we're far more able to see um, what media and politics and, and everything is doing, which is using us for whatever, whatever it is that they want. And there's different reasons for different people. Yeah. Well, let's, let's backtrack a little bit too, because timeline is used a lot right now. I feel I, I use it too. Right. But there's certain jargon words that we're using a lot right now by we, I mean, the collective light worker community, right? So we're using 5D a lot when really what we mean is multidimensionality and, and kind of skipping over the 4D and living 5D above. Um, and then we, we use, uh, well, we're using the Great Awakening and so on, but timeline is another one. And I don't know that a lot of people using it really understand the energetics of what they mean when they say timeline. So could you unpack that a little bit? So for me, every way I see it is quantum physics says that there's every time you make a choice, every time you make a decision, especially the bigger ones, there is actually a version of you that goes on with both choices. Um, and, and so there's splits. So there's other versions of you in the field. I mean, that's, that's literally a quantum physics answer. And so for me, that is different versions out there of realities. And so every time we make a good decision, we up internally, we upgrade the reality that we're living in. So it's like, we've learned a lesson, kind of like a, um, a mouse in an experiment. Each time we make a good decision, we have more access to higher, higher thinking, higher, um, it's kind of like um, a video game. Every time you um, create an actual lesson and you learn a universal truth, you have more access to the next layer of learning more truth. And so the literal higher frequency is that you're, you're becoming more aligned with the energy of happiness. The, the truth is it's joy and love and happiness that is our birthright and yet our lesson to learn. Um, we go through these like, like lessons in life. That's why they call them life lessons or soul lessons. And each time we learn how to do something that is positive, such as forgive or accept or choose love over hate, we're gonna be given more tools, more access. And, and that's sort of how I see the, even the Akashic Records, which is um, also in that, when I say timelines, I mean, we have access to all these different realities that are possible. And so how do I, how do I want to sum that up? You, you truly have free will and agency. That is the one thing we are given as, as a human being, as a, 
as a being of sorts is that you get to make a choice. And so I would say that each time you have these timeline opportunities, you want to make the choice that's right for you, not the choice that someone else wants you to make because it's right for them. And that's how you get moved into um, a reality that isn't of your personal choosing. Uh, one of my teachers, he says it's so good. He says, have you already learned your life lesson, but you get caught up in another person's life lesson just because you're an enabler? And so you always want to be in your highest reality. What is right for you? What feels, and you'll feel it in your body, what feels right to move into the higher version of you? And what feels like it can be let go of because it was just a choice that someone else wanted for you and or something that they wanted for them that they're asking you to buy into their life lesson instead of your own. So I hope I kind of wrap that up. Yeah. So then we've got a collective timeline because collectively we can see the divide, as you mentioned. So we've got a timeline where people are choosing ascension. And actually, I think we have kind of three main timelines. We've got the people that are still so hooked into the fear porn that they're out protesting like crazy. Now, I have mad respect for that, uh, but I also know that their consciousness is having them see things a certain way such that the only option they see as a viable option is to go and protest. Then there will be people like you and I, for example, who are choosing to be to activate people to keep raising vibration because we see that the timeline that we want is more easily accessed by just simply working with frequency and energy and waking people up to their purpose so that they can go light more people up. And then of course we have the folks that are like, what do you mean? There's nothing going on in the world. I mean, this is just temporary and we're gonna get through it. And you know, there, there's kind of that. So how does our personal timeline that we're choosing harmonize with the collective timeline that we're choosing? For me, this is where that free will and agency gets to be so fabulous because no matter what is going on in the world, and you're going to, you're going to hear this, just like you said, there's three kinds of people right now in 2020. This is a great example. You're going to, you're going to talk to people that are going to say 2020 has been the best year of their life. All of these shifts have given them more time to meditate, a clearer focus, you know, better health maybe they've chosen a health program or they've focused on their career or the whatever it is that they lost became a gain. They've gotten closer to their families. Um, I, I had someone actually in my Facebook feed and I love her to pieces. She, she came out right out and says, I'm almost afraid to say how wonderful having this time where I've been really having to be only with my family has bonded us together in a new way. So it's the people who literally make the choice. I'm going to make whatever comes at me from the collective timeline, like the facts that we can't change, like this has already happened. And I'm going to make my reality and the, and the small world around me better and better every day. I'm going to make choice 
within whatever is happening, I'm going to make free will and agency to, to gain something no matter how it happens. And, and this can, this can go down to these, there's research on, these are the people who survive, you know, wars and there's people who can come out of like Auschwitz with incredible like a spiritual awakenings because no matter how bad it is they've chosen to be grateful and thankful and and finding the hope in every moment and then there's the people that are going to find no matter what in the collective consciousness even if it was going the best we've ever seen it. Like, let's say there was a, uh, oh, it's the best economy ever. They would find a way that that wasn't okay for them. And so then they would be in the worry and the negative prayer and the blah, 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 blah. What, whatever it is that their um, chaos, con- I call it chaos consciousness um, or worry consciousness is, or even guilt consciousness is, ready to choose they 